Live from ClickOrlando.com, this is News 6 at 5.30. This is a News 6 Plus takeover. Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's 4th Estate. Welcome to a special revved up edition of Florida's 4th Estate. Today, we're gonna show you how you can get behind the wheel of one of these luxury vehicles, but it's really not about living the lifestyles of the rich and famous. I'm Ginger Gadsden. And I'm Matt Austin. Yeah, it's not all about the glitz and the glamor and the looking cool. Today, we're gonna to introduce you to a guy who has an amazing side hustle with seven of these cars. And this side hustle, a lot of people would be happy to have it as their main hustle. Let's introduce you now to Zen Tang. Thank you so much for joining us and bringing our cars for us. Yeah. That hey, is welcome. so, so nice sweet. Yeah. I was surprised by how well-maintained, how nice these cars are. Are you surprised that this thing has just taken off? Uh, a little bit surprised, actually. I thought the, I just make enough to pay for the maintenance, but then turn to like a full-blown side gig. This is on the app called Toro, where people can rent out Correct. nice luxury sports cars and stuff. Yes. So uh, I'm a car enthusiast by nature and uh, I just love cars. I started out with two cars and uh, when I left my 9 to 5 job, uh, I bought the third car and uh, my friend told me about Turo. He said he's going to do one car on Turo. I'm like, I got three cars. Why don't I put them all on Turo and see how they do? And uh, they've been doing amazing ever since. It's about a year since I started and uh, they get rented out constantly. I think about 60 to 70% of the time they're out. Um, today I actually had to reserve all three, so not rented out today. Oh really? my gosh, yeah. we're costing you money. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, so we're it's okay. Up. Okay, so when you say that it, you yeah. know, it's doing better than you thought, let us in on how it's doing better because I, I don't want to be nosy, but people uh -huh. are like, okay, this side gig is more like it's not your side chick anymore. It could be your main squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. it started out as one. So, so kind of break down the numbers for us. You have seven cars. Mm -hmm. What can you average, say, in a month per car? Okay, so average from 1000 to 3000 per car. So on average, per car is about $2,000. So this green Porsche, Brings about three grand a month in. Uh, these two, about two thousand dollars each. Oh, yeah. And so you can. So now, can you charge more for the green Porsche, or this one just everybody wants to rent? Yeah, it's just uh, based on demand, uh, okay. the color, and this one's very, very popular. Um, <laughs> I have dynamic pricing, yeah. And uh, when it's in more demand, I raise the prices on them. Okay, yeah. so now your your first love was real estate. I don't know yes. if it was your love, but you okay? Yeah. So what was it that was about real estate? that you said, okay, you know, I just want something else or something more. What does uh, this give you that real estate doesn't? Um, I think it just, uh, it's just something I always dreamed about when I was little. You know, I wanted to be a race car driver and I always loved cars. And uh, even my real estate company, I named it after uh, the, the cars I'm selling. I'm not sure I can mention the name. Mention it? Yeah, sure. it's a called Engine Realty. So cars engine, engine, engine oh, realty. Okay. So it's named after my love for cars. <laughs> so maybe there's a joke that uh, I talk to my friends that I work in real estate so I can afford to buy more cars. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You seem, you're kind of like yeah. a hustler, huh? Are you, you kind of like, have you been doing this since you were a kid? Like when did you first get into making money and uh, uh, high school? That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, high school. Yes. Yeah. What'd what you, did do you do in high school? Yeah. Uh, I bought and sold um, old computers on eBay. Oh wow! Yeah, I could see. I could just feel yeah, it. yeah, feel yeah. The yeah. You didn't just come yeah. out of the gate with cars. It started yes. with something small, and it started with you being very young. Where does that passion come from, Zen? Uh, passion come from the, just moving to this country, seeing all the opportunities that's around us. 
um, I, I grew up poor, and um, but my parents instilled like a great hustle mentality in me. So here in America, there's just so many things you could do with your time, and yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's very exciting to be here. Yeah, I would yeah. argue you didn't grow up poor. You were just broke. You just had yes. to make you just had to make the money. Yes. mentality. Yes. Broke, right. you can fix. And what yes. country? What country is your family from? Uh, we came from uh, China. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we moved here about 30 years ago. 30. Yeah. Wow. So I grew up in Orlando. Okay. Oh, wow. so yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've been here a long time. Yes. 30 years. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So for there are other people who are watching this. They are sitting there at a job they absolutely hate right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're lucky that yeah. we get to do what we love. Yeah. So that's fortunate. But there, for the people who are looking at this and saying, like, how can I get started? Where did I? Where do I even begin? What would you say to them? Uh, if you want something badly enough, you can find the time for it. Um, for real estate, this is. Um, I started doing real estate with my regular nine to five job. I was a banker for 15 years. Another real estate in banking for the last seven years while I was in banking. Mm -hmm. So that allowed me to make enough money to quit my main banking job. All right, Zen, break down for me what happens when somebody rents one of these cars. Because first off, if I were in your position, mm -hmm. I think about business a lot, mm -hmm. I would be terrified that somebody was gonna get in one of my nice cars that I love and I make yeah. money on, and they would wreck it or be reckless in it. Right. What happens in that scenario? There's always risk for any business. So, when I first started, I was a little trepid. So this is my the first car I put on Torah. I was afraid somebody might take it to the racetrack. They were, yeah. They might crash it. Um, but uh, so far, uh, no real issues. Maybe a little scratches here and there mm -hmm. when they returned it. Um, but uh, there's insurance that mitigates Absolutely. the risk. So if somebody totaled it, you've yeah. got insurance on the car. Correct. You're yeah. safe in that way. Correct. Okay. So it's covered completely with a small deductible. Um, yeah, so I'm not too worried now. It's been there for about a year now, all seven cars, so it's... Oh, that's great. Yeah, okay, yeah. so who are your customers and what do they say to you? Like, what are they looking for? I would say um, maybe two-thirds two of the customers are people from out of town. They come here. They don't just want to rent their regular out-of-the-box econo cars. Mm -hmm. They want something more unique. And uh, that's, that's why I provide. You tend to provide more colorful sports cars yeah, for yeah. them to drive. Yeah. Yeah. And but, you're coming, you're in the Sunshine State. Yes. People want a, a sweet ride. Convertible. A convertible, yeah. you know, yes. you get to show it off and everything. So that mm -hmm. is something. And I hate waiting in line yes. at a rental counter. Yeah. That is, or any line for that yes. matter. So there really is no line for this. No, there isn't. Uh, there's two ways for them to book. They can come to where the car is. That sounds like one of your cars. Take your cars? Now. Somebody, that's <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there's two ways. Uh, first way they can come to where the car is. Um, we're not too far outside of the downtown Orlando. They can come to the house. We'll check them in five minutes to take a few pictures of the mileage and off they go. And the second way is they can select uh, the car to deliver to their location. It could be at a hotel. And most of the time it's at the airport. I so, bet most people go with that option. Correct. Yeah. Correct. What I do is on delivery day, which drive the car to the airport garage. I park it, put the lockbox on the cars. I tell the renter where the car is located. Um, all they have to do is simply, from arrivals, go across the little pathway right. into the garage, five minutes, 
and they're out the door. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, okay. too easy. And you have one of these beautiful cars. Oh my gosh. And so, okay, so those are the people who come from out of town. Do you have in-towners who are also interested? Like say, for example, I wanted this sweet ride for myself, but yeah. I'm not sure exactly if it's a good fit or yeah. if I'd even be comfortable in it. Oh yeah, it's a great way to take it off for a test drive. You can try one of these cars without going to the high pressure dealership situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, these are cars, they're, they're fairly reasonable for the type of cars they are um, to rent out. And um, So if you were gonna try to get a Jaguar F-Type for a day or two, what is it per day to rent that it's car? It's like 150 bucks. 150 bucks? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's yeah. worth it, especially if you figure out like, this is yeah. not the car for me. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of getting exactly. into it, now it's like, oh my gosh, I'm in this yeah. expensive car that I really don't yeah. want. I could see people going to a party or something. Too, oh yes, and... yeah. It's it's, um, it's going to a, a lot of uh, nice hotels because I have GPS on the cars just to track. Yeah. For insurance sure, purposes. Yeah, you would have to. Yeah. You have seven cars. What is yeah. your favorite car in your lineup? And what are you planning to one day have like something crazy that people come in and pay like three thousand dollars a day for or something? Yeah. Um, so far, the the Jag Jaguar F Type. That's my favorite. It's got a supercharged V8. It sounds great. It drives great. And with the top down, uh, you just feel like a million bucks. But yeah. just sitting in there, you start to feel a little different. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. nice. A little it's better? Real, yes. Well, you know, whatever. Oh, man, this yeah. knee isn't hurting so bad. Yeah. It's like, oh. So yes. do you have a plan for, I mean, it, I would imagine, are you capping it at seven? I would think you're just, you seem like a guy who's going bigger or going. Yeah, more. I think so. Um, I think I'm looking to add more cars, uh, different variety of them. Yeah. yeah there's um, on the higher end, like a Lamborghini Huracan convertible will be on the horizon oh. yeah there's not very many for those for rent in orlando yeah yeah oh my gosh so you we like next time we talk to you you will have like a fleet of new cars could be possible this. yeah yeah, yeah. and you fantastic. get to you, this is your business you don't work for anybody else you're the no. boss you're the boss yes. applesauce yeah. and you have uh <laughs> seven cars with more on the horizon and do, do you keep these in a warehouse like how, do, how does that work uh, right now, uh, park three in my house and three in my parents' house. <laughs> Mom and nice. dad. Yes. Very nice. All right, Very nice. give them a little cut. Well, little they probably get cut. to drive whenever they want to Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah. yeah, keep one at my house if you want. <laughs> Which one you want? Just leave yeah. the keys. Right. He yeah. trusted us to drive these only in our parking lot, though, but that yes. that still is a big risk for because you've met yeah, us. Yeah, he said parking lot. She took off. <laughs> she was gone for like three hours. It was weird. I don't know yes. where she went. But uh, Zen, thank you so much. We wish you the best with all of your oh business ventures. Yeah, it's so fantastic. We really love it. And it's just something fun to do if you just want something different, but you're yeah. making money on it, which is nice. Yes. You know, it's not just about the luxury. You have to bring that Lamborghini back through here. <laughs> One day. You get it One okay. day. All right. One day. Sounds good. Another awesome edition of Florida's Fourth Estate. Side hustle, main <laughs> hustle. I don't know. I like it. Whatever Let's it is. Let's buy some cars, Ginger. It. From side hustles to worst career advice ever. Stay with us as we share our worst of the worst. Hi there, and welcome to Florida's Fourth Estate. We're so glad to have you with us. We thought we would do an episode in which we explain to you some of the worst career advice we have gotten. This is one of the topics that comes up in the green room sometimes where we say, man, can you imagine if we had really gone full mm -hmm. tilt with yeah. what this person told us to do, we would uh, be in a place like Paducah 
uh, if that were- I would be in a straitjacket. <laughs> Glad to have you with us. My name's Matt Austin, a news anchor here at Channel 6, the beautiful newsroom where we're taping from. <laughs> why, why do you have to bring up where you are? I'm j- <laughs> Well, sometimes I'm at the house. You're always at the same place. And I'm Ginger Gadsden. I'm in the beautiful newsroom as well. I'm right across from him. I have to look at his face all day. She can't avoid me. On the anchor desk, <laughs> at her own desk, we have cubicles that face each other. This is why. Okay, no, this is, you know, I'm kidding when I say I have to look at you all day. You're you're one of the joys. Uh, I get to work with you because I tell you, had I taken some of the terrible career advice I was given, I would have never made it this far. I would have probably, I might have been handing you like maybe, I, I don't know, a rose on a street corner. Like, <laughs> like asking you, do you want a lovely rose for your your lady friend? <laughs> and I'd be rolling up my window real quick. Oh goodness! <laughs> okay, so you know I I've been doing this for more than a minute, but a lot of people don't. Know. I started out doing weather, and uh, weather is what got me out of Columbia, South Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina is also my college town. So my first job was in my college town, and I was doing weather, and it was it was great because you can figure out ways to say hot, humid, and hazy. But my next big jump was from Columbia to Indianapolis, Indiana. And at the time, I was doing weather. Uh, so my bosses, they call me into the office one day, and they say, we have an opportunity. I was terrible at weather, by the way. How, wait. Tell me how bad you were at the weather. Uh, we had a tornadic outbreak that I missed <laughs> that, <laughs> on a weekend. That you missed? <laughs> what do you mean you missed it? I missed it. It only happened once. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when they had this opportunity for you? It <laughs> was a great opportunity, Ginger. We want you to be our evening news anchor <laughs> you're not going to miss much there because everybody is just going to surround you no so they said you're really good we like you you're doing a great job except for that one thing that you didn't tell people about and they moved me to the anchor desk and they're like we love you we think you're doing a great job you're awesome and then a consultant comes in a talent coach if you will comes in sits me down we go in the conference room and she says ginger we're going to need you to do a couple of things. Ooh, <laughs> couple of things. A couple, couple of, things. of recommendations. Oh, my gosh. Two. One, one of them was terrible. The other was great, and I did it. And you're going to figure out which one I did. <laughs> Just a second. <laughs> so, Inquiring minds want to know, Ginger. They look, she looks at me, and I know this came right from our news director because he couldn't tell me directly, so he had the female talent coach tell me it's like ginger we're gonna need you to get a boob job whoa (laughs) and we're gonna need you to um straighten your teeth because i had some very special friends in my mouth they were (laughs) i did not have braces as a kid and i had some really messed up teeth they paid for my braces but i said ixnay on the uh the boob but i don't i mean do you think that would have hurt your Career, I mean, realistically here, let's talk really? shop. Do are you we? Are you asking? Are, <laughs> what? Are you asking? You're saying right it was now. some of the worst advice ever. Are you like? I because assumed you were going to come out with something that was like, <laughs> if I had done this. It sounds like you're saying I should have taken the. <laughs> no. 
Okay, let me be very clear. I am not saying that. Wow, this has taken a turn. My advice that I got was bad advice. That if I had done this, I would have been laughed out of every newsroom you, in America. You tried it, right? Did you try yeah, it? I tried okay. It. All right, let's move away from yours because I feel like I'm getting in trouble. (laughs) What happened? Okay, so I started out in this market, Idaho Falls, Idaho. Out of 212 markets, this is number 164, baby. (laughs) And so I got a news anchor job out there. We cruised right out to Idaho for the first gig, and I knew nothing of what (laughs) I was doing. I had never done live television before. They're like, okay, we're going to get you live uh, here and uh, you've done that before. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm terrified. I have n- never done anything live. Don't know what I'm doing. That's what that market's for. So basically, if you're over the age of 24 and you have advice for me, I'm going to listen to you. <laughs> Whatever it is. So one day after a show, I'm sitting at my little cubicle like I am now. And this woman comes. And she was probably in her 30s. So to oh, me at the time. she's older than 24. I got my first job at 21. And that was what I had here. So just to let you know what, yeah. I'm, what I'm working with. She comes up and she's like, hey, I have something I need you to try. Okay, <laughs> keep in mind, this person does not work in the newsroom. She's, she Where'd she come from? She's in sales or something. I don't even know. <laughs> to this day, I don't know what did she did. Did she even work in the building? <laughs> she worked in the building that much I knew. She comes over to my desk. And she says, I think you should try mascara. I was talking about it. She acted like she was. this was coming from like some other place. And she's Network. like, you need to try mascara. <laughs> and she pulls out this like Walmart mascara, drops it on my desk, and goes, you need some more definition around your eyes. So you should try this. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm thinking. You're young. I'm young. I'm going to take, I didn't know I was going to wear makeup before I got this job. I'm now wearing makeup. Why not just throw on a little mascara? Okay? Why not? So my show was at, <laughs> my show was at night and about 15 minutes before the show, I go back into the bathroom and I take this uh, mascara. No one's ever explained to me what to do with this. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask my wife at home because I'm so embarrassed. I figure I'm just going to slide this on. No one's going to notice, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I get back there. I'm in this little, like, trailer bathroom, small market TV, and there's, like, a toilet, and there's, like, one little mirror. And so I I take the mascara for the first time First of all, I don't even know what technique you're using right now. I'm like, I think I'm going to, like, hold it up. You're putting a contact Is this what you do? No, it's not. I'm all holding it open like this, and I, and even with that, like I'm, yeah, like I'm getting a LASIK surgery. What is wrong with it's, that? And I, I accidentally jam it into my eyeball, and yeah, I you did, and I blink it, and so it jams even harder into my eyeball, and my eyes just start pouring water. I mean, there's water everywhere, and then, and so this one eye. It's just gooing. With, I look like I'm in a, uh, some sort of Kiss cover band. I mean, it's all down my face. I've got to be on TV in like seven minutes now, and I've got mascara everywhere, which is like tattooing you, you yourself. You spent half that time jamming it into your eye. Okay, I did. great. So I, so I grab the wow. paper towels, and I, I'm wiping myself off, and I finally, paper like three towels. minutes before, yeah, there were some paper towels there. I got it eventually. I probably took off seven layers of skin. I, ch- I was so angry, Ginger. I was so mad that I listened to this person, that I couldn't do it. And so I ch- throw it in the garbage can, and I run wow. out there, and I barely make it to my show. And I talked to 
some ladies about this, particularly my wife, and I go, yeah, the, this woman tried to <laughs> get me to wear mascara, and she goes, why would you do that? Like, why... Why didn't you talk? Who was this woman? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really I know don't who she think is. She existed. Oh, no, she some existed. Ghost came and told you. Man. You think I hallucinated <laughs> this woman? No, I could, I'm still friends with her on Facebook. I'm not going to out her. Oh, I'm gonna. We'll I know she there. exists. <laughs> I know she exists. Oh my gosh! But I want a rebuttal from her. I want her. Maybe we'll contact her. And thank you for watching Florida's Fourth Estate. You can download it from wherever you listen to podcasts or watch anytime on News 6 Plus.